This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Welcome, foodpreneurs, to episode number 60 and the finale of season five. Today, I'm going to help you wrap up Q1 successfully so you're learning from what you did or didn't do and really take your brand to new heights in Q2, despite the challenging economic times we face. People still need to eat. People are still spending. So if you're feeling down in any way, know that I understand and that I've got you. There is help on hand. Just keep listening. We'll start by reviewing the last quarter and move on to how you can systematically press the accelerator to build more margin in quarter two. Making money in food and drink is a series of sprints to achieve the marathon. But have you ever noticed that we will talk about everything else before we'll talk about money? Sex, no problem. Politics, bring it on. Money seems to be taboo. But this is your money, your creative pursuit, your business. So this is it. Let's get your products on more shelves in more consumers' hands and put more money in your pocket for every product you sell. Bring it on, foodpreneurs. This episode of Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford is brought to you by my new pitch plan. If you are preparing or need to prepare what to say to a wholesale buyer, download it today. I give you all the elements, step by step, that make an extraordinary pitch so you feel more confident on what to say and what will give you an edge against your competitors. And the episode is brought to you by Foodpreneurs Festival, the epic celebration of all things sales and promotion for those new or seasoned packaged food and drink brand owners and industry experts. Foodpreneurs Festival is a one-day, everyone-is-welcome event taking place in Sydney on 19th of May. Don't miss this one-time-only opportunity to do all your sales meetings in one day in one place. It will save you time and money. Because at Foodpreneurs Festival HQ, we know no one has spare time to be traversing the country, scrolling through Facebook pages, or hoping trade shows will be their one-stop shop for sales domination because they won't be. So we've created a festival that provides you with the perfect opportunity to work on your business by doing a year's worth of sales and promotion in in one day with all the right people under one roof. Hi, I'm Chelsea Ford, former industry sales director, award-winning food and drink business expert, head coach of the acclaimed coaching program for women, Foodpreneur's Formula, and your host for this, the Foodpreneur podcast. If you're a packaged food and drink brand owner, tune in with me each week and walk away knowing how to land more accounts, how to get your product into more consumers' hands, and how to price correctly for wholesale, with or without distributors. In each episode, I'm going to tap into my three decades of experience leading sales, marketing and money teams for big and small food and drink brands to give you coaching tips that will help you take your business to new heights without the overwhelm. I know what works and I know what doesn't. So I'm going to share with you industry tools and insider knowledge that are next to impossible for small businesses to access. And I'll dive into my little black book to bring you interviews with hard to reach industry specialists experienced foodpreneurs and wholesale buyers 
who will help you solve those pesky industry-specific problems like distribution that I know you've been losing way too much sleep over. So roll up your sleeves, foodpreneurs, because you're about to enter a no-fluff zone. I'm bringing my A-game so you can reach yours, no matter where you are, whether it's in your kitchen, coordinating your deliveries, or on your way to a buyer meeting. Listen up because we're about to set the path for you to secure your next best stockist, increase your sales, and live life on your terms. This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. There's one thing I want you to notice as you roll from quarter one into quarter two. Did you put more money in your pocket for every product you sold in this past quarter more than the one before. If you don't know, that's a problem. Every month, you should be reviewing your profit and loss statement. Cast your mind back to where your business was three months ago and how you got the results you have today. Three months ago was the beginning of January. A lot of change happens in the market in Q1. It starts as a holiday period and ends with a very different in-market experience. Schools are back in full swing. Consumers are busier and adjusting to changing weather patterns and expectations of themselves and their families. Buyers shift their focus to Easter and Mother's Day. What did you take advantage of? Did you manage to make money over what was a partial holiday period? If you didn't take advantage of that festival season, put time in your diary now to spend an uninterrupted 30 minutes thinking about your product sales and answer the key questions you'll hear me ask you in this episode. But firstly, I want to tell you a story about a very successful hot sauce maker who is a Foodpreneur's Formula member. She talked to me about her monthly review of her numbers and said how much she loves the simplicity of the monthly accountability tool I send her as part of her membership each month. It's straightforward, and what she loves about it is that because it is simple, she sticks with it every month recording the previous year's figures for reference as she likes to see the comparison. Because what I teach is that it's in the comparison of time that you can see how your business is tracking. She also likes the debrief component to reflect on what has worked or hasn't worked. Your power is sourced from your debrief. If you rush from one month to the next without reviewing what happened with your numbers, you'll keep making the same mistakes. The hot sauce maker is talking to me about my proprietary framework, the orange sheet. Every month we work on the key numbers and develop specific tactics to stay on track to deliver members' full year strategy. I encourage them to take a macro view to live more easily with all the challenges that business throws at them every day. The key to your review is to look at the peaks and troughs that tell a story and answer the following questions. What was your revenue for the quarter? Which week had the most revenue? Which had the least? What's the reason for the discrepancy? If any, was seasonality a factor? What about in-store? Did you do promotions that drove sales conversations and conversions? For quarter one in the Northern Hemisphere, that's the time you're starting your financial year. Buyers, depending on your category, were set up for solid business as usual, 
was some layover from the festive season in the first few weeks. Whilst in the Southern Hemisphere, it was warm and buyers ranged their stores for holiday mode, especially for the first month of the quarter. Following that, pitching opportunities opened up again for new special occasions in quarter two. Have you taken advantage of those? I'm talking about significant events and special occasions such as Easter, Ramadan, Passover and Mother's Day. If you haven't, why haven't you? For some retailers, you may have already missed selling in for Easter, Ramadan and Passover, but at the beginning of quarter two, there's still time to pitch for Mother's Day ranging. As you review your quarter one numbers, also note how many pitches you did each week. If you're not doing sales consistently to land your product on more shelves, then who is? Sales is your job. Most foodpreneurs miss that and then don't grow. Your sales data should be accrued on your activity planner as you go. So now at the end of the quarter, you're analyzing, not creating. You're scanning for discrepancies, not documenting activity. Do you have a sales activity plan that lists who you're seeing, why you're seeing them, and when? If you don't, listen to episode number five of season one, Surviving Pitch Rejection, What to Do to Get a Yes, because in that episode, I give an activity framework to get you started. I'll drop that link in the show notes. Your results are a direct reflection of the activities you choose to focus on. Remember, what you say yes to means you say no to something else. So choose wisely. Managing what you spend your time on in one day when you're a small business owner reflects in your numbers the next day. Be very aware of your return on investment and effort, especially at the moment. As I said, whatever you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. So make your activities count and do that by taking time to reflect and review what did and didn't work. Don't skip that review or debrief period. That's actually where the lessons are. Your next step is planning your quarter two activity. And if you've done your review the right way, the historical data you'll have on hand will be useful as a starting point for the next quarter. Foodpreneurs Festival, a year's worth of value in one day. Whether you're new to the food and drink industry or a seasoned foodpreneur, get ready for an epic celebration of all things food and drink at Foodpreneurs Festival 2023. The full day Everyone is Welcome Festival on May 19 in Sydney includes a packed schedule of events, including note-taking worthy talks, expert panel discussions, networking and collaboration opportunities, business building workshops with industry experts, exciting exhibits of the latest and greatest food and drink products, including yours, plus loads more to help foodpreneurs get their products on retail shelves, land in more consumer baskets, and put more money in their pockets. We invite you to get glued to a seat and soak up all that our pain-saving speakers and industry experts have to share or put yourself and your product in the spotlight at one of our promotion zones. Wherever you land, 
You're sure to gain valuable insights and practical tips to help you successfully scale your packaged food and drink business. But that's not all. For the first time ever in Australia, Foodpreneurs Festival is hosting a thrilling event for packaged food and drink brand owners to take their shot at coming face-to-face with retail buyers and getting their products listed on retail shelves. Buyers are coming from all over Australia and representing a range of major independent supermarket and department store and giftware brands for foodpreneurs to pitch to. It's an opportunity not to be missed. At Foodpreneurs Festival HQ, we know no one really has the time to be traversing the country, flicking through Facebook pages, or hoping trade shows will be their one-stop shop, because they're not. So we've designed the festival so it provides the perfect opportunity for foodpreneurs to work on their business doing a year's worth of promotion in one day with all the right people under one roof. So come and join us and soak up the vibrant atmosphere and connect with fellow foodpreneurs. It doesn't matter if you're looking to learn something new, meet new people, fill your little black book with contacts, or simply wanting to have a day out of the kitchen. Foodpreneurs Festival 2023 is for you. Doors open for registration from 8.30 a.m., Pitching and main stage events start at 10 a.m. The festival is accessible to everyone with a valid ticket, including those with limited mobility. Grab your ticket now via the link in the show notes. What revenue do you want to achieve in quarter two? Know that number and then break it down by the week. What I mean by that is if your goal is to have a revenue of 30000 per quarter in new business, that's 10000 per month. How many pitches do you need to make every week in order to close enough accounts to secure that amount of new opportunities? Here's five things you can do. One, review your current sales run rate. If you're aiming for $10,000 in new sales every month, and each unit you sell wholesales for $10, then you need to sell a 1,000 products to new customers every month. Where will those sales come from? Two, increase your sales activity. If you need help with your pitch, download my new pitch plan. The link is in the show notes. Improve your pitch close rate so you are landing on more shelves every time you pitch. Remember, the more you pitch, the more wins you'll have. The same can be said for the no's you'll get, but you've got to be in it to win it. Link your product sales to your revenue goal to the activity you undertake. Do not use hope as your strategy. Three, be accountable. Accountability is the difference between a foodie and a foodpreneur. I see far too many reasons why foodpreneurs say they can't achieve something rather than actually giving it a go. Often it's related to a lack of confidence, I get it. But you need to keep leaning into opportunities if you're to have a chance. If you're in Australia, you could come to the Foodpreneurs Festival and apply to the six retailers we have on board as retail partners. If you can't or aren't in Australia, then make a list of who you'll target and contact them. What have you got to lose? Four, get an accountability partner, mentor, or coach. Many founders outside of F&B have a close professional mentor, but I don't see foodpreneurs exercise the same level of discernment to engage one. 
If you don't have an accountability partner, mentor, or coach, get one. Look for someone who has built a business or at least someone who has experienced the pains of growing a company of a similar size. But most importantly, find someone who really cares. You don't need a cheerleader, but you need someone who will support you during setbacks and who's not afraid to ask you the uncomfortable questions that you may otherwise try to ignore. Have you got someone in your corner who actually knows what questions to ask? Five, a final tip for Q2 is what promotions will you do to increase your sales in store or online? Do you have a promotional plan? I can share with you results from another Foodpreneurs Formula member who is an ice cream producer. She consistently samples at events and in store and has proven to be, and it has proven to be one of her most successful sales promotion tools as she scales. She's outsourced her production and this has freed her up to work on her business. And by the way, she still feels scared at times. And despite that fear, she still keeps showing up. I love how she feels the fear and does it anyway. To give you some benchmarks, because I know that that's hard to get benchmarks when you're out there alone, sampling conversion rates pre-pandemic averaged a 90% sales conversion rate across most categories. I'm thinking of my ice cream, yep, sure, but my frozen savoury snacks person, my seasoning and kombucha clients here as well. They then dropped to almost nothing during the pandemic due, due to sampling limitations, as you'd expect. And now they're coming back. Admittedly, not at the same levels pre-pandemic, but that's only a matter of time. Most of my members are saying they're at around 40% right now. What about you? Are you sampling? Are you offering discount offers that you've budgeted for? One of my Spice and Rub Maker members did a buy three Spice blends or rubs and get one free offer. Her sales uplift was 20% net. That's money in her pocket. She offered consumers a 25% discount across her range. Her margins across her range are pretty even for every skew. The point of the promotion was to increase the sales of her spice shakers. Her most popular sales at markets are two shakers, so she wanted to incentivize people to buy one more and get rewarded with another with the aim to get more flavors into people's hands and to get them trying more varieties. It was a huge success. The first month she had 17 two-shaker sales and three four-shaker sales. The next month she increased that into seven two-shaker sales and 22 four-shaker sales. Overall, she increased her sales of spices by 47% and net sales by 20%. That's more money to reinvest in her business, in marketing to consumers, and for funding retailer promotions. This data helped her make decisions for her quarter two activity. So how successful were your promotions? Did they lead to more of your product being purchased or an increase in brand awareness? If it was the latter, How are you measuring an increase in brand awareness? 
Okay. So now go write your plan, write down your next 12 week sales activity and budget. Step back to move forward. If your product is not suited to a special occasion in the next quarter, then what else will you be doing to grab the attention of your buyer and your consumer? Are you in a category that's trending up? Know your category insights and communicate those to your buyer as it relates to their business. And if you're not a planner, but you know you need to be, here's some data that may motivate you to get going. When you write down your goal, the likelihood of reaching that goal increases by 40%. If you tell someone else what your goal is, your likelihood of reaching it increases by another 65%. And finally, if you seek out an accountability partner to help you stay honest to yourself, your likelihood of reaching that goal increases by another 95%. The point is, Reviewing and planning for quarterly success is like running four short sprints in order to achieve the longer race. What's your plan and who will keep you accountable? Okay, that's your scale strategy for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found today's insights valuable and you're ready to implement what you learned so that you land more accounts get your product into more consumers' hands and put more money in your pocket for every food and drink product you sell. I'd like to ask you now to help me help more women in food and drink live life on their terms by giving me an honest rating. Five stars would be lovely, but that's up to you. Write a review and subscribe to the Foodpreneur podcast on your platform of choice. The more you provide feedback and share the word about Foodpreneur, the more I know what you find helpful, the momentum builds, and it becomes easier for me to help even more foodpreneurs scale. So thank you for taking a moment to do that. I truly appreciate it. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week for another episode of Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford.